Oh, man. This you want to start with Alfred? Yeah, we can... Do you want to have him bring us in? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Role Players. I had to remember which podcast I was doing. Yeah, Excuse out of your me. many different uh, podcasts now. I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. We are the Role Players. You can find us. I'm sorry, I, I messed that up. Let, let's try that again. I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyways. You can find us on Twitter at the Role Players. Then the number one. You can find us on SoundCloud. At the role players, we are not SoundCloud artists. Uh, we are not the uh, other role players. We are the uh, right, are not we, the others. I don't know if we're official or unofficial, but uh, well, in our minds, we're official. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, we we got a special guest. Special can we, guest. Can we jump right into this? Uh, yeah, bring him in. Uh, bring him in. Okay. Big Big A. Big A. Big A. Are you there? Are you there, Big A? Hi, my name's Alfred Delia. Hey, hey, Alfred, how, how are you, sir? Um, so uh, what do they call you back home? They call me Big Al. Okay, Big Al, thanks for that information. Now, uh, what do you do for a living? What do you do? I have dingers. There you have it, Big Al from... <laughs> from <laughs> as quickly as he came, he left us. Uh, he was busy. Big Al. Uh, checking it, it, in. Yeah, Big Al checking in from Williamsport. His team was eliminated uh, from the Little League <sighs> World Series. Um, but, but Big Al and... and uh, can, can we get, do we need to play that interview again or, or is that? Yeah, let's play it back um, just uncut. Uncut? Just okay. just the raw tape from him. Okay, yeah. all right, here we go. B- Big Al. Hi, my name's Alfred Delia. At home they call me Big Al and I have dingers. This kid hits dingers. That is Big Alfred Delia. Uh, from Middletown. I'm not quite sure where Middletown is. I, I think it's in that. New Jersey. Okay, uh, well back home... They call him Big Al. They call him Big Al. Right, which is, that's impressive. Yeah. But the most important part is... What do you do? I hit dingers. I hit dingers. I mean... And then he hit a dinger. He did hit a dinger. He he did, he, he basically, he's Babe Ruth, essentially. <laughs> he called a shot, right? Yeah. That's very impressive for a 11 or 12-year-old kid, because I know that I couldn't get on the TV and, and tell somebody I hit dingers. I'd be like, hey, uh, my name is... My name is Arthur uh, Mosley and uh, uh, back home, my dad calls me AG and uh, 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 and that would I be love it. lamp. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, man! So the Little League World Series. I know we're not going to talk about this uh, too much. No roster breakdown. No. I wanted to, and Art Art no. said, mm, "I will you say do enough baseball on here." Yeah, it's we 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 got baseball overload actually on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we, there is a team from Georgia. If, if anyone listening wants to cheer for the team out of peach tree city, uh, down there, uh, South and West of Atlanta. Um, I don't know much about peach tree city, but I do know that coach Lee Belknap from the McIntosh Chiefs says that beef O'Brady's has the best wings and burger in peach tree city. I, I'm just telling you what he told me. And, and you know what? 
Coach Belknap had me fired up about everything. I was talking to him, and when he said beef, I was like, "Dude, I'm going to beef O'Brady's." Do you remember the beef O'Brady's here? I vaguely remember the beef O'Brady's mm-hmm. here. It was in the public shopping center yeah. at, at Hickory Flat 140. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the. It's crazy. We had like beef O'Brady's was a pretty popular restaurant down in Jacksonville. Oh, really? Yeah, they like they were. I feel like they were all over the place. Hmm. Yeah. That's just that. It's just if that's the best they. Peachtree City. I didn't say it was the. A lot of pilots live in Peachtree City, right? Uh, yeah. As a matter as they used of fact, to. I, I, I believe so. You drive around on golf carts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Central Georgia seems to put out a lot of World Series teams. You know, you got Warner Robins, where yeah. they actually the uh, I guess the southeastern district or regional is played in Warner Robins. I believe mm-hmm. it's every year, and then you got. Uh, like the kids over there from Columbus, I think. One Columbus, like a yeah. Years back, so. Uh, Did you know that Jake Fromm played for Warner Robins Little League World Series? Jake? Did you ever see that last year? Because they showed it every single game. I had no idea. It, it's every single game Georgia played at some point in the first quarter when they were talking about Jake Fromm. You were going to see his clips from the Little League World Series, <laughs> and you're like, by the seventh game, you're like, oh my gosh, it, it's just become oh. Anyways, right. Tie that in. So uh, there, you have that. So if you're if you're if you've got Braves fatigue, if you've got Yankees fatigue, tune in for the next. I, I guess it's two weeks, week and a half, two weeks for the Little League World Series. Um, it's not. I, I don't think it's as innocent as it used to be, but it's it's fun to watch these kids compete and the the pressure that these kids are under and some of the things they're able to do is absolutely fascinating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully everybody, you know, was was honest on their birth certificate this year. That's always the question, isn't it? Yeah. Who? When? When is Danny Almonte coming? Almonte. Yeah. I always confuse him and Alien. <laughs> Alien Gonzalez. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. For some reason, those right. two, I com- I confuse them. Danny Almonte. That he. That was the picture. So thanks a lot for Alfred uh, Delia checking. Big Al checking in, and uh, we hope you continue to hit dingers. Appreciate we might be you, talking- Big Al. We might be talking about him one day. Uh, I bet he's got offers already after from this. From Rutgers or um, Fordham. Mm. Um, who knows? Cornell. Cornell, absolutely. Seems like a... He looks like a Cornell Could be guy. in his future, yeah. Right? Well, we know one thing. Once he gets to the majors, he's going to be hitting dingers. Hit dingers. I yeah. bet he's got a wicked bat flip, too. Uh, I think his nickname should be Allie Dingers. Allie Ding. <laughs> Anytime I see him from now on, I'm calling Allie him Allie Dingers. Dingers. I like it. We're going to move along from Big Al. Um, and we didn't even tell you guys what we're talking about today. So it's just a hodgepodge. You're going to have to hang with us while we, mm-hmm. we float through. I do want to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> May I permission to speak on the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, Super Bowl contenders. One person at least has predicted them to win the Super Bowl. It was a former player. Romo. Pretty sure it was Romo. Hmm. I was going to say he's on crack, but I don't think Tony Romo was on crack, so I'll buy that. I'll I buy think it. it was Romo. I'll buy what you're selling. I want to talk about uh, one of the best defensive backs in the league right now. Yeah. He actually Some plays, say the best. He actually plays for Jacksonville. I'm not really a fan of his college that he attended. Yeah. But uh, I, I do want to jab at the Atlanta Falcons fans, if there are any, are any listening. Jalen Ramsey was asked about quarterbacks in the NFL in GQ magazine. 
And when asked about Matt Ryan, he said, I think Matt's overrated. You can't tell me you win MVP two years ago, and then last year you're a complete bust, and you still got Julio Jones. There's no way that should ever happen. He goes on to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo and then says it's really Shanahan who was the mastermind and and Ryan's kind of so-so. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you care? I don't care. Does Jalen talk too much? He does talk too much, yes. You know my opinion. Jalen talks way too much. <laughs> and he's very talented, but you can be very talented and not talk too much. There's a fine line. But I, I enjoy some healthy banter, but he's just always talking. You know, it just gets old. At that point, it's kind of like... Uh, it's, like a it's like yeah, a little chihuahua that just keeps yapping. At some point, you just tune it out because you're like, okay, you're still talking. Unless you're AJ Green, you don't tune it out. Yeah, you fight him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mild mannered little AJ. It's if one person that got him riled up, it was Jalen Ramsey. So interesting. Uh, I'm so glad he gets old, man. It's like D'Angelo Hall used to be. He used to yap a lot, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. But the man can play. He can play. They do play Atlanta in the preseason, but not in the real oh, regular season. So it doesn't really. It's not. That would be nice. I mean, maybe in the playoffs, Super Bowl. We got a moth joining the set a here. Visitor on set. I hate those. Is it really want to kill it? Art just there's a moth just landed on his computer screen. He just tried to pick it up by the wing. There you go. He's picked it up now. What's he going to do with it? Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Just throws body slams it on the ground, and the moth is no more. <laughs> oh. This is going to go good. Animal rights great. activists are going to be upset that I art is it. killing bring, animals. Not even Bring on live TV. Killing wildlife. Live TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that was on live TV, Can me you and you sitting here t-shirts and throwing <laughs> moths at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next bit. Yeah, eating cookies. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, All right, we're gonna we're gonna move along from Jalen Ramsey. Um, man, do we talk about college football? Yeah, I'm so. I think so. I don't even know what's going on in college football. Can we can we take a second to to pull up some old news before we get to the ACC? Yeah. So we we talked about this in our. In our pre-show meeting. Yes, our pre-show meeting, which typically consists of being greeted at the door and walking to the studio. <laughs> That's our pre-show meeting, or a couple of texts the night before. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hey, everybody's got to do show prep some kind of way. Yeah. And this, is, this is how we roll right? yeah. for this show. Uh, we, we talked about college football and how there's always the, the bad news seems to break like four to six weeks before the season starts. Yeah. So uh, I believe the University of Miami, when it was Nevin Shapiro, it, it kind of broke right before the season started. And then Daniel was throwing in, yeah, you know, when, when Todd Gurley's, you know. Gurley's was a few weeks in. Okay. AJ but, Green's was okay. right before the season. Right, right before the season. With his jersey. That, yeah. Such a terrible, got to suspend somebody four games for selling your jersey. But it's always this, in in a lot of times, this player commits some kind of error, egregious error, according to the NCAA, and then the the NCAA punishes them. Like the punishment comes out, you know, the Wednesday before the first game of the season or something stupid like that. But there's always some like shoot a drop, 
like something yeah. happens. So this year it was Urban Meyer, and we talked about that in the last podcast. It was very polarizing, right? It's it's wait a minute. It was hot at the moment. Yes, it was extremely the, hot. Whoa! But that has fallen off. Crickets. Like, what's the last you've heard of that? Nothing. So my my question, nothing. my question for all of our listeners is: what What's your opinion on that? Has Ohio State kind of Tuck, duck their head in the sand or is this kind of part of the 24-hour news cycle is this going away i mean uh yeah. in, in a a social the the social conscience the moral consciousness of this country and i'm not saying that i can't say whether urban is innocent or guilty one way or the other but it seems very interesting that um certain executives or people in power when it comes to uh, abusing their privilege over women or, or lording something over women, they kind of get, uh, you know, ostracized and, and dealt with swiftly. But Ohio State is very slow, and maybe they're mm-hmm. doing their due diligence, but it seems like this is kind of an open and shut case mm-hmm. on the outside, but maybe there's more to this than, and I don't want to speculate. In, in maybe there's more. But to us, it looks like they're just going to bat down the hatches and wait for the storm to blow over and then people find something else to get upset about or focus on. Mm-hmm. And then when everybody's excited about the season, we might announce, oh, Urban's suspended for seven minutes of the, of the opener. Yeah. You know? I yeah. don't expect... I don't expect... I thought he would be fired. I didn't think he could survive it. He might still, but you certainly don't think... It's eerily quiet. Right. Like, it's just completely shut. Like- shut. Like when Patino got fired, though, that was kind of that was two two or three weeks, wasn't it? And it was he was done. And then from but, the leave, yeah. But it stayed in the news, like front and center, maybe because there was nothing else going on at the time. Yeah, it's strange. It is odd, but that's going to hang over them, it, even if he comes back, that, and that's going to be used against them. And oh, I hope moment. something happens to Urban. He's so. Mm. Oh. Bad dude. That's what he once called a reporter, a reporter who was critical about them. When he was at Florida, there was a reporter who wrote a critical article about their team and then tried to come to the practice, and Urban was saying he needed to get out of there. And he said, you're a bad dude, guy. You're a bad dude. And uh, that always stuck out in my mind, him calling a guy a bad dude because he wrote a a critical article. Bad dude. That's my opinion of Urban. You're a bad dude, guy. I want to need you to carry the the next the opening part of this for for just a second. Can you do that? Yeah. What is this part? This is I think this is a part where we talk about we've gone the SEC. Let's well let's I'll, I'll let me you do whatever you need to do. Okay. I will point out something that that struck me today as I was watching the SEC Network and Jimbo Fisher was being interviewed by Dari Noka and somebody and just the when you think back to one year ago and Jimbo was up there talking about how the ACC was far superior and better and how he was always taking shots against the SEC and how ESPN was biased towards them and blah, blah, blah. And here it is a year later, just, just the, the optics of him just sitting there. Now, well, now he's in the SEC and they, asked, they even asked him, be honest, when you were at Florida State, how often did you did you ever watch the SEC Network? And he said, oh, yeah, I would catch y'all from time to time. And uh, it's just very strange seeing someone who was such a vocal 
opponent and, and criticized the SEC and the media's coverage of them and everything to see him now in it. Like, it's just, I don't know, weird. What do you think? Uh, the SEC is the conference where it's the conference of champions. Okay, yes. it is the conference of champions, and uh, Jimbo finally came to the light, just like everybody in the Southeast does, and and cheers for the SEC. And he knew that uh, actually he knew he was never going to beat Clemson. Yeah, that's what he knew. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he so he'll go take on Bama. <laughs> well. It's easier. That's see, he's using reverse psychology on everybody, <laughs> because the path to the national title is much easier going through Alabama and Auburn than it is going through Clemson and Wake. Wake, that is true. Wake is. We could we could break down Wake more in our ACC preview here and talk about them. Or but that's or a dark horse. Could, um, or we could get Canada a for third place. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> That's, ACC, what's the biggest storyline there? The biggest storyline is... To you. To me is um, how nasty is a front four for Clemson going to be? Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest storyline. You you do have uh, Willie Taggart coming in at Florida State, and we're not going to go... This ACC-ish preview is not going to go team by team. We're just giving some thoughts here. Uh, I, I'm very shocked that uh, Florida State, I believe, is preseason ranked number 19 If I'm, if I'm in, in one of the polls I was reading, which I'm, I'm a little shocked by that. That is. That uh, is very. I don't, uh, I don't know if I buy that 100%, but. Uh, I would be upset if I was one of the teams 20 through 25 and saw Florida State ahead of me. Um, I, I just think that Willie Taggart is, uh, I think he's doing the right things at Florida State. I He's got two experienced quarterbacks, essentially. He's got... Uh, but was Blackman that impressive to to consider? I mean, I didn't watch much FSU last year because it was hideous. Was how, I mean, when I saw Blackman, he wasn't doing anything special. The problem was his head coach was a nutcase. <laughs> so you can't really blame <laughs> the kid. I mean... And he was a true freshman. And, and he's thrown into the fire. I, I don't think... I, one of the things that at any level, well, at the amateur level, <clears throat> I think your job as a coach is to put your players in the best position to win. And I'm not in that Florida State locker room or huddle, but it doesn't look like they were putting James Blackman in the best position to do anything but get his mm. head taken off. Yeah, their O-line was awful. Uh, so, but what do you do? Well, I mean, if you can't protect him, what would you do? I would run a bunch of screens and draws. Oh. <laughs> <Especially> <laughs> At some against, point, you're gonna have to. <laughs> especially against Bradley Chubb. I mean, that's yeah. that's what I would have done. But uh, yeah. but I'm not a football coach. So. I got you. Um, so Florida State ranked pretty high. Willie Taggart, uh, I guess, is doing some great things. I'm not really sure where they get that from, but stranger things have happened. I think it's just part of it's Florida State. Part of it is new young energy change thing. You know, mm. I think that's the big, the biggest thing, the biggest reason that they're getting some hype, and they're they should have talent there. I mean, they. I know last year FSU fans didn't think they did, but on paper they have. Right. Well, you got a running back like Cam Akers. Yeah. Who's a stud, and Jock Patrick, who's a stud. I mean, you kind of wouldn't think they need that much of an offensive line to get those guys going, but uh, everybody's got a job. And I think that um. 
to me the the biggest storyline is Clemson's quarterbacks because I don't man it's hard to see them winning a national title with Kelly Bryant but at the same time I mean Sunshine Trevor Lawrence I don't I don't know Dabo tends to like to go the route of, of he's loyal to his players and and play the whoever's been there the longest right, right? so yeah. that's kind of his mo he did that with when Deshaun was a freshman Cole mm-hmm. Stout was the starter against Georgia and you're like they brought in Deshaun Watson he comes down throws a a laser touchdown and then he's back out and we were like oh thank goodness you know right so that to me is the, is the biggest question there because I don't I don't think anybody's gonna challenge Clemson to win the ACC but from, from after that for the playoff and beyond who's going to be a quarterback it won't be Zarek Cooper he gone Hunter Johnson he gone just uh, Chase Bryce Kelly Bryant Trevor Lawrence whoever Tucker Israel is he looks like a GA he does it like a graduate he's just hanging on he, he's student student coach student, yeah student manager yeah he is the uh, what what, uh, what what was the uh, quarterback for Georgia who had to throw some passes a couple times? At, uh, gosh, everybody got hurt. Who was the guy? Joe T. Yes, Tereshinsky. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I could not. You know, you're going down to your four string at that point. You hope you. Yeah, we played against Florida, and he was a starter one year. Mm-hmm. Didn't go well. No, no. We had like third and eleven late in the fourth quarter, and. Uh, Called a draw, quarterback draw, not, because they were afraid to let him throw. Not one of Mark Rick's finer, finer moments. That's all right. Speaking of Mark Rick, the Miami Hurricanes are ranked in the top ten. I am not convinced in Miami this season. Not convinced. You're not? Not convinced. What I, do you expect? I expect – I looked at, the, at Miami's schedule, and I, and, and I thought, okay, this is a team that could – Maybe go seven and one in the ACC, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is this is one of those years that, gosh, freaking Georgia Tech is gonna backdoor their way into an ACC title. We're gonna have ACC three, title. Uh, I, I'm sorry, division. Okay, division title, not not where they all the ACC coast. Coastal will end up with three teams at six and two, and then Georgia Tech wins a tiebreaker. That would be nice. Why would that be nice? That would just, that would just be so ACC Coastal. That is just that is so uh, such an ACC Coastal thing to do. That's yeah, what that is exactly. Which is why that's my prediction: is everybody six and two? Where's the faith? Um. I don't know if it's faith, cynicism, or realism. Well, you know what South Carolina fan would tell you. That I just don't have enough faith in my team, right? Yeah, bow your chest out. Right. No well, one's better than you. So So if I if if I just had a little more faith, then things would work out. Yeah, Is if that... you if you talked with a little more bravado and, and, and confidence about your team, you'd probably win a national title. But um, it's I'm on not, your shoulders. I'm not lacing them up. I mean, although, do you ever watch a game? And I know we're getting off topic here. Do you ever watch a game and you're so into the game where you're trying to will a catch? Like, I don't know how many catches I willed Braxton Berrios into last season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many, you know, 
quarterback sacks I willed uh, Kendrick Norton into last season. I just, you know, third down and seven, we got to have a big catch. Barrios, Barrios, Barrios. I enter, I channel. You my send the juju. Right. You know, Travis Homer, we need a big run here. You know, uh, it's DJ Dallas, man. We need you to come up big here for Miami, and I just willed them to a first down. So I, I realize that I do have a, a you tre- do have some impact, tremendous amount of impact. But then when you play Clemson, the problem is when you play Clemson, their fans have their fans' impact is weighted like your GPA. Like I'm taking, is it? like I'm taking core classes, and Clemson is taking their fans are taking advanced classes, okay. and so. Breaking down how how college football works here, you could also <laughs> use that as a betting metric to to make a little money. I see my most of mine when I, it's not so much willing the team Georgia to do well. Most of mine is on each play, sort of cowering in fear, anticipating an injury. Mm. So I kind of watch, and then as they're getting tackled, I'm like, no, no, don't knee shouldn't bend, don't bend that knee, you know, don't roll your ankle. It's that's become that over the years. I'm so I'm just terrified that somebody's going to tear an ACL, or a lot of that's attributed to fantasy football more right. so than Georgia. But oh, it's hard to. Mm, yeah, I, I nervous energy when I watch a lot of. Yeah, it. Um, the ACC. It, it, it does. It does make me nervous. It, what really makes me nervous is the preseason injuries before the games even. You know, because you yeah. don't. You're not even watching. All of a sudden, you get something on Twitter, or you see something on. Uh, you know, come across the the wire or, who, or wherever you get your news from, saying such and such tore their ACL out for the season. You're like, oh my gosh, that's our starter running back. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to name any names, but you know, if, if your starter went down at Georgia, you'd be, you'd be. I mean, I don't know. Well, you got a bunch at running backs nobody wanted, I guess. So <laughs> you guys wouldn't be in good shape. But uh, that's true. According to Alabama and South Carolina We're, fans, yeah. Florida State, I think we'll we'll see what Willie Taggart is all about. Uh, week one, Labor Day weekend, they take on Virginia Tech. You really think so, though? Yeah, I think. You, you, you think that highly of Virginia Tech? I do. I think that. That just always seems to be early in the season. Virginia Tech is always in one of these matchups, and people are like, "What? A, it'll be a good game, blah, blah, blah. And then Virginia Tech just sucks the rest of the year. They'll beat Miami. I mean, and then it'll, it'll, they'll suck until they have to play Miami is what happens. They always do that. I can't remember the last time Virginia Tech was legitimate. Like the, they, they really did anything significant or were relevant. I mean, was it when they had, uh, back in the days when they had... Tyrod? What's his name? No, I'm thinking of Kellen Winslow against Pac-Man, but it was right around that time. Maybe no, it was Pac- when they had Kevin Jones and... Uh, oh. And what's his name? Lee... Higgs, Riggs. That, I don't know him, but that was in the uh, late. That was like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. I think. Oh, that was like two thousand two. Ooh, who am I thinking yeah. of then? Uh, Pac-Man was West Virginia. Yeah, but, but uh, Virginia Tech. I'm trying to think. Last time they were, I think it was Lee. God, how can I? Know? Or Mike Vick. Yeah. He was okay. Yeah, but that was a little further back. I'm just <laughs> saying. I, I don't know the last time they were really a, a measuring stick. You don't. My opinion is November seventeenth. Miami goes to Black Blacksburg. I'm sure that at that point they want to make that a night game, and it'll be. I just pray to God it's nothing hokey, no pun intended, or stupid stupidity going on down there in in Blacksburg. Because 
I don't trust. You don't trust who? The blacks. I don't trust Virginia Tech to be like play down mm. to their level. That's the problem. Uh, I expect them to rise to the occasion. They don't. They won't play down to their level. That's the problem. What about what about the the biggest game for Miami right off the bat against LSU? I see. I think I don't think y'all are going to have any issues there. What do you think? No, I don't think so either. Okay. LSU just had two quarterbacks transfer out today. Did he really? I, didn't, I missed that. Yeah. I don't have yeah. any. I don't have any eligibility left. But um, who's going to play quarterback for LSU? Burrow, most likely. The transfer from Ohio State, and they mm. still have Miles Brennan. Burrow or Burrows? I'm not. I'm not sure if his name is plural or not. But uh, he's he's the favorite. So hmm. the they, yeah, they just lost two guys today. Um, Quarterbacks, man, they don't stick around anymore. No, they they kind of they're very prima donna ish. You know, they're just like, oh, I'm not going to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I got to get somewhere and play. If you want to really go somewhere and play, go to Jacksonville. He State. developed. Or st- wait, yes, yeah, wait your turn. Yeah. It's, you know, and somebody ought James to... James Blackman would probably rather have sat out and watched somebody else get killed last year. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Honestly, do you think he enjoyed going out there and just getting fed to the wolves? I mean, oh, maybe he course. did. Of course, yeah. Do you think I mean, that helps your, your NFL draft stock when it comes around for them to look back and say, oh, yeah, this guy, he, he looked pretty good when he was getting flattened by Bradley Chubb? Ask Ja'Cory Harris how that helped him when he got absolutely destroyed... Yeah. Uh, I think he was out like four to six weeks with a concussion. I mean, that it was just uh, <clears throat> unbelievable. So is there really, you know, do we need to, to revisit? I don't think there's any doubt that Clemson is is the creme de la creme of the ACC. Oh, for sure. And until Dabo, until Dabo leaves for... Um, for Alabama, because that's what Alabama fans say is going to happen. Yeah. When Nick when Nick leaves, then then they'll come get. Well, I haven't heard. I don't. I don't know if Dabo is going to be the head and Kirby's going to be his defensive coordinator, or if Kirby's going to be the head coach and Dabo's going to be a coordinator. I'm not sure how they're going to work that. <laughs> how they're going to shape it, but yes, he will be there in some capacity when Saban leaves. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I've got. You know, if I had to pick a team, I'm I'm going I'm going Clemson. I know I said Georgia Tech, but but legitimately, I think Miami is a team to beat mm-hmm. uh, in the coastal. But, but it wouldn't surprise me if they ended up six and two along with Tech, the two Tech schools, and uh, and then Georgia Tech somehow got the tiebreaker. I don't know how that would happen, but they that they seem to be very good at that. Every few years, they put together a good season, don't they? Yeah, um, I, my brother told me a story when he was a GA at Akron. They uh, won their – actually, they won the MAC I think, that year. But one of the players was like – they knew that they had uh, – some things had to break for them, and they had to back in. And so one of the one of the seniors got up and said, we're going to back this truck up all the way to MAC championship. And he stands up and starts going, boop, 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 boop. And it was kind of hokey, but I guess the team rallied around it. And – Every everything that had to happen happened. I think Luke Getze was the quarterback that year for Akron. The uh, Zips. The Zips. Uh, fun little team to watch, actually. Um, Dominic Hickson was also uh, a wide receiver on that team. He played for the New York Giants for a few seasons. But, okay. Uh, in any event, that's that's our uh, Mac chat for this week. Do do you have? Oh gosh, we're. I mean, we're thirty minutes in and. And almost out of material for today. Yeah, we is, are. <laughs> do you have any thoughts? I, I've not. We we didn't discuss the pack 
10. I don't know if there's any reason to discuss the Pac-10. Um, Pac-12. Or Pac-12 or Pac, I don't know. Uh, I think Washington will be in the playoff. We haven't done our playoff predictions. But I think I think we're a little we'll do bit that next too, show? Yeah, I think we're a little bit too early in the in the preseason yeah. to, to do. See how camp shakes out. See yeah. what we're hearing with, you know, with our sources in these programs. And right. then uh, how injuries, you know, what, what happens. Anything, anything could happen. Yeah. Right? We got to have our boots on the ground. Let us know what, yeah. uh, what's going on here. So we'll by get... boots on the ground, typically when somebody says, you know, I'm hearing this or I'm hearing that, that means Twitter or message board. That's yeah. that's where that comes from. Yeah. There is no inside <clears throat> source. No. Not many people have an inside source. Nobody's nobody's talking to their long keeper about, you know, who, who committed to them this week. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know. That's not the insider information. So there you have it. Uh, so ACC, we uh, Miami versus Clemson. Clemson beats Miami. That's me. Same for you? Again. Yeah. Again. Maybe this time Miami scores more than a field goal. Does Miami lose in conference? And yes. you wouldn't have said you wouldn't have said no last year. Uh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have said yes last year. Right. And I, I would say they lose to Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. Okay. I don't think they'll lose. Um, we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. It, hopefully, the hope is they can only be better in year two, in year three under Rick. Yeah, you would think so. But uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I'm interested to see how he does down there this year and see if last year was legit or, you know, because, yeah, y'all didn't – Finish the season like you'd want to, correct? No, no, we didn't. We got absolutely annihilated in the in the ACC title game, and then really got outclassed in the bowl game. Yeah, kind of like we didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Still had your tail between in between your legs because you got blasted by Clemson. Yeah, so yeah. so maybe chance to come out strong and beat down Coach O. Coach O. Um. So that's kind of our little ACC chat. We won't call it a preview because we didn't really. Mm. We're not. We're, we're not breaking down Virginia, Pitt, Duke, North. Carolina. Other conferences. Let's. Okay. So so in the Pac-12, I think it's Washington. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who do you who would you say out there team to beat? Who's going to come out on top? It's going to be the Trojans. It's going to be Mike Leach. Uh, Mike Leach has proved to be. They're pretenders. Washington State's mm-hmm. they're pretenders. I, I think. Washington because uh, USC and 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 uh, and UCLA are breaking into quarterbacks. Um, Stanford uh, is a team that I think might contend, but Stanford's kind of they're that team that you know they look good one week and the next it's like eh. yeah they're kind of like Wisconsin to me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Davis Mills will ever be healthy and able to play out there. Oh, okay. So, big, big Big Ten. ten I mean, you, you have you mentioned Wisconsin, who plays nobody in their in their side of the bracket. Now, historically, had played had played nobody. Now, Nebraska has a new head coach coming in, Scott Frost. Yeah, looking to change things around in year one. I think I think he automatically adds two wins to that team. Okay. Uh, so. The fact that if they were going to lose to Iowa State last year, I don't know if they did or not. I can't remember, but but they won't lose a game like that. I guess that's mm-hmm. where I'm going. Um, I don't know if they're ready to beat Wisconsin. Uh, I would hope so because I get so that 
that's a that's a school that I just think Wisconsin. Thanks, yeah, thanks for playing. You guys are the, the great pretenders. Yes, yes, they are. They're so they're so dull to me. I cannot. They're always right up there and close, but but not can't quite get over the hump. Um, what about Penn State? What do you think? Do you think they're going to be back in the conversation this year without yeah. without Moorhead and Saquon? That's going to be tough. I don't I don't know how much. What's worse, losing your coordinator, your offensive coordinator, or losing your uh, your all the heart of your offense? Yeah, every, you do everything, guy. Um, I mean, that, I, I really feel like what, what was McSorley mm-hmm. um, and and Barkley was kind of that was it. That maybe I didn't watch enough Penn State. Football. No, that was it. And in big games, Barkley, a lot of them didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So it's. You know, what about khakis? How what? Khakis. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan. Huh? Who? Khakis. <laughs> Nervous bird. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yes. I, I don't give Michigan any chance to do anything. Yeah. That's. I just. I think he's a hack. I think the that if they can even with if Urban Meyer is still the head coach, I think Ohio State wins a bit. For team. sure. That's that's. Me too. That's where that ends for me. And I, I think, you know, Ohio State's going to run into a game where they're going to – somebody's going to stick with them that shouldn't Iowa. Yeah. Um, Indiana. Somebody at some point is going to stick with them yeah. that shouldn't. And, and they're going to lose a game, and, and hopefully it'll be on ABC or ESPN where Kirk Herbstreet has to make every kind of excuse for mm-hmm. Ohio State that night. Um but I just don't see any reason why Ohio State wouldn't be playing uh, for the Big Ten uh, title against either uh, Nebraska or Wisconsin. I don't really think that's going to be Wisconsin. I think they'll kind of be have a leg up on other teams too. If if there's several teams that are on the bubble of the playoff, I think because of last year, people are going to feel like oh they were left out, and they'll they'll get in over you know other teams with similar resumes this year if if it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Big Twelve. Because I have a team in mind that I'm going to pick to, to win the Big 12. Who, for you, who's – and it's not Texas and Tom Herman who I hyped I, up I last was year. Just, I was just thinking that Texas would – but I'm, I'm looking at Big 12, and, I, and all I think is Texas, Texas and Oklahoma. Um, I know you're not going to tell me Kansas. No. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. Will Greer in West Virginia. Oh. <sighs> To me, I'm going with them over Oklahoma. You know, Will Will Greer is a um, he's an interesting fellow. He is. Um, married, uh, long married, hair. has a kid. Looks uh, like he's been up in the Appalachians for a while. Yes. Um, transfer from Florida. Dude had a phenomenal year last year. Didn't yeah. He? Yes. Yes. He 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 lit up the scoreboard. I mean, Dana Holgerson not afraid to. Uh, Put points on the board. Yeah. <laughs> here's my here's my issue with West Virginia, and it probably shouldn't be an issue, but uh, and I don't I don't have their schedule in front of me, but flying back and forth from uh, from the the plains mm-hmm. uh, to the plains, you know, out to Texas, out to Oklahoma, out to Kansas, how, does that take a toll on on their players? The travel schedule. 
I guess we can pull that up and, and take a I look. I mean, could I be. Mean, you wouldn't think it would be any more than like Texas A&M or, or some of these others. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. I, uh, I, I wouldn't think it would be a big issue. I mean, you're 19 years old. You can you can fly. You should. Hop on a you plane, be. go to Norman, and then come home to the country roads. You know, Mountain Mama, mm-hmm. West Virginia. So they do get uh, the trash can you. On Saturday, September first, slaughter, um, slaughter. We, do you want to ride up to Charlotte to see that game? That would be fun. Oof. Get Lane Kiffin masks and go in there. That would be funny. That would be awesome. Um, they, you know, they do. Oh, they got you know, NC State, and uh, so they travel to Texas Tech. They travel to Iowa State. They go to Texas at Oklahoma State. There's another, that's another one of those teams I think they will get beat by somebody they shouldn't. Oklahoma State? That or... Oh, you mean West Virginia? West Virginia, Okay, yeah. probably. Um, I just think of all the Big 12 teams, I, I, I'm going to pick them, mix it up, and pick them to come out okay. on top this I, year. That's a, I think that's a, that's a pretty wise selection. Uh, I mean... You know it's not going to be Iowa State. Yeah, it's not going to be Kansas. <laughs> or Baylor. Not this year. Um, so, but does the winner of the Big 12 get into the top four? I'd say it depends. If they have one loss, it just depends on the other conferences. Because mm-hmm. I think I think a one-loss Pac-12 team would get in over a Big 12. Well, if it's Oklahoma, they'll get in. If it's TCU or if it's Texas or Oklahoma State or West Virginia, I don't know. Hmm. But a one-loss Big Ten team would get over them, and one-loss SEC would get over them because I think they're the they're the weakest conference of the Power Five to me. For sure, for sure. So, especially in in the eyes of the committee and voters and stuff, I think they are. So, I would say if they have one loss, they're going to have to hope for. You know, the, some of the other teams to have more losses or, you know, things go their way. But possible. Anything is possible. Any any upsets, you know, last last season it was UCF that was trying to rock the boat, USF, UCF. Have you, have you seen anything or heard anything making you think that there's another team from a – what do you call the non-Power Five? Group of five is is typically the next. Okay, the group yeah. of five. Anybody from there? Any like a Central Florida? Right. Hmm. No. <laughs> no. Do you? No. I mean, is Lane Kiffin gonna make a run? No. Uh, no. Nobody's gonna get any. Nobody. Nobody's gonna do anything more than what Central Florida did last year, and 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 even that wasn't enough. You know. No. That's just not. And it's not. They shouldn't, you know? Hmm. So I'd say no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's let's move on to talk about uh, a fan base. Can we talk about a fan base? Let's talk about Can a we fan talk, base. Let's, let's, let's first of all, before we pick on this fan base, let's just talk something overall. Most, most fan bases can be fanatic. I mean, absolutely, yeah. like, out of control. So Delusional yeah. might be a good word for it. They all know? have fringe elements. Right, like you, you know, we're unstoppable, and and I'm not saying you shouldn't cheer for your team, like every game, 
I'm going to want Miami to kill everybody. And, and, you know, while for that three hours, my emotions will be riding high on the, on that. I, I don't, you know, I don't think there's a time to say, you know, it's like the fans that their team is like two and seven and they beat their rival and they say we're number one. Yeah. There's a level of being grounded in reality that you've got to, you, you would have, and you do have with Miami that I've seen is you, you see things for how they are and you see flaws in your team Mm -hmm. and you see strengths Mm -hmm. and you see great things in other teams and you can say hey that's a great program that's a great player you can look and say cam Akers is a hell of a running back yeah you're not gonna say he we miami didn't want him you know so that's why he's not here is because miami didn't want him i mean no the only thing you can say is dang i wish we had that kid uh and as a coach when you don't have that kid you you think i'm gonna do everything in our power to stop that kid and kind of because i'm petty I'm extremely petty. I would say, as a matter of fact, I hope we beat him so bad that he wishes he would have come here and not gone where he went. That's mm-hmm. that's that would that would be my take. Right. But, but we're talking about the level of how grounded you are versus delusion. So delusional would be that Miami is going to win every game like seventy to nothing, and that any player that doesn't commit to the U and maybe committed to Florida or Florida State is a bum and a loser. And. Your wide receiver core is the best in the nation. And your running back core is the best in the nation. And your quarterback's the best in the nation. That's that's kind of how it goes. Well, our this is better than the you know, this team. It'd be like you saying our defensive line's better than Clemson's. Right. Yeah. That would be delusional. Yeah. Anybody in the country that said that other than Clemson would be delusional. Right. That's you're just exactly. dismissed as being just kind of Okay, right, wacky. Yeah, sure, yeah. buddy. Yeah, you lose all credibility at that point, though, yeah. right? You're like the apocalypse guy standing out, the homeless guy. The apocalypse is coming tomorrow, holding the sign, like, right. and everybody's gonna be like, "Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. right, right, okay. sure." Any yeah. day now, any day now. So delusional fan so they're, bases. They're extremely. They, they're at at Miami. They're at Florida State. They're at Florida. They're at Georgia. Mm-hmm. They're at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at Kennesaw State. They're at Georgia State. Yeah. They're at Reinhardt. Everywhere. They're they're at Barry. Let me tell you where you can find a lot of them. Where's that? On the South Carolina message board. Now, before we start picking on South Carolina, because I I think the last time you you mentioned, we did kind of give the the Gamecock fans a little little of the business, the old business last last time. Yeah. We are not anti-South Carolina fans, but... No, and I'll reiterate, I... I'm a product of South Carolina because I was born in yes. South Carolina. My mother graduated from the University of South Carolina. And My uncle donates lots of money to the University of South Carolina. <laughs> okay. I grew up, they were the third team I pulled for. I had no problem with them. And I still have no problem with South Carolina. I don't consider them a rival to Georgia. I know they consider Georgia a rival, but I don't consider them a rival. Like, I, I like to see them do well. You, you know, but, can, can we. My goodness. Can we. Can we can talk about a rival? I, I talked to a couple of high school coaches this uh-huh. past couple of weeks, and I asked them about a quote-unquote rivalry game. And you know what they told me? Like, Art, that's not a rivalry game because we haven't beat that team. And so until we beat that team consistently or back and forth, then it's not a rivalry. So mm-hmm. so I don't know if South Carolina, if we take that same logic to college, does South Carolina really qualify as a rival for Georgia? I mean, Spurrier beat us a few times and had a streak going. I think he had three. 
in a row. Um, how, you look back over their history, that? and I mean, it's, uh, that was when Clowney was there. So um, you look back, and th- and this isn't just about Georgia versus South Carolina. This is this was us kind of prefacing by saying we're not like anti South Carolina in any right, way. Right, we're not. We're not. We've just um, noticed that among the various message boards are homes of kooky people. Like there's just that's just a different kind of community and and group there usually, and a lot of. Outrageous like, stuff is said. It's like you think you think message board, you think troll. Like lived in your parents' basement. Yeah, exactly. Eat like ding dongs and 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 oatmeal pies and 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 the, in recruiting, there's always it always follows the similar script that you can predict. And so if if Georgia is this is just explaining a, an example of what message board guy is like is is if if Georgia is recruiting Owen Papo. And he commits to Auburn. Then the response, there's, here's, the standard responses are, one, well, Popo's overrated. He's, He's blah, 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 right? Two, we cooled on him. You know, we're, we're looking at some other guys. Or Auburn paid for him, obviously. <laughs> Every, you know, those, those are the only things. Is we're, we're looking for someone better. The guy we're looking at is actually better. Oh, yeah, he might be a, a three-star and Popo's a five-star, but... Uh, the coach's evaluations of him, that's what we care about. Stars right. don't matter. Stars don't matter, right. So that's an example of message board guy thing. And you just, it's fun to browse and look at, at different fan bases and see the kind of, some of the stuff that comes up. Now, I'll, I will say while we're saying this, the one group um, school that I think is the most grounded in reality of all, and that includes Georgia, is Florida fans. And really? I don't know, I don't know how they are down there living around you, but on their board, they are very grounded in reality and see things honestly and it's refreshing i i i have to say i'll give them their credit their florida fans are among the most realistic on the opposite end of the spectrum the most delusional in my experience south carolina south carolina home to some of the friendliest people you'll meet in love the it states. i go there every year good barbecue the best barbecue but to me my favorite barbecue is from Orangeburg, South Carolina. Uh, Go to Edisto Island every year. Man, the Charleston, beautiful place. Yeah. Beaufort, South Carolina, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Upstate, Greenville, absolutely beautiful. Spartanburg, yeah. Okay. Anderson, nice. the electric Anderson, city. beautiful. The first city in the South with electric lights. Anderson, South Carolina. They have radio. They do. Radio, the yeah. guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. From, the, from the movie, yeah. Yeah, he's still there. T.L. Hanna, mm-hmm. where Jeff Heron is now the uh, head coach. Yeah, uh, my uncle broadcast their games. Look at that, man. Small yeah. worlds. We gotta, we gotta so get we have over. a lot of South so, Carolina. Right. The only th- I think the only thing we dislike about South Carolina is Columbia. The capital, yes. And there's like, mate, well, the thing we dislike about the capital is that if you've ever been to Columbia, South Carolina in June, July, or August... It is a screen door away from hell, is the way I've described it. Yeah, it's awful. It's stifling heat. It's the it's the the, the Congaree River gives you no relief from from the the heat, and um, and then there the delusional in the basement message board trolls. Just crazy, just, just crazy. And so, I, don't, I don't know. It's always during the season. There's always this coming back to reality and depression that sets in among them that I've noticed, and they and they seem like they're kind of coming to grips with things. But then, it, as the off season builds up, 
So does go. confident. So so here here we go. Can I read this excerpt you sent? You me? can read I, whatever you want. I, I sent Art a few different um, okay. screenshots of a few of the more interesting comments. So this is actually Dirt Squirrel, who was probably being Dirt is Squirrel a, is a more <laughs> Dirt. That's his name. Dirt, I didn't even see the name. Dirt Squirrel being oh, a little more real, right. being a little more realistic. Dirt Squirrel says. Gonna go out on a limb and say the fact they they uh, played they're talking about Georgia in this thread an OT game last year for the Natty. I do agree with you that the game will not be a blowout. I mean the Georgia South Carolina game, yeah. but they have better players than us and much better depth. We shouldn't get too down if we lose. There you so, go. So Reasonable fan, re- realist Dirt Squirrel, despite the name. Shout out to Dirt Squirrel. Reasonable fan. However, we get Big Dave one eight four three. I mean that just looks like. Looks like a Russian troll. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. We know that this guy is not going to bring the level no. of reason that Dirt exactly. Squirrel did. So so Big Dave says, depth is not a factor in every game. I agree. Especially when it's 99 degrees right. uh, in the September in Colombia. That depth isn't a big deal. It's never a big deal, right? That's, that's the reason why... Uh, division one, a high major Division one team beats a low major Division one team. It's not, you know, a lot of times their ones that their ones are similar or equivalent or can play, but their depth, you know, right. that second string guy. So, but Big Dave says depth is not a, not factor, a factor in every game, especially early when it's hot, right? Right. When you you're not in the great the best condition, and we do have depth, good quality depth. Talking about South Carolina, mm-hmm. it's just young, so. You just have numbers. Yeah. So it's not – depth is here, – here's the idea of depth is if Daniel Allen's a starting quarterback mm-hmm. and he's a senior and Art Mosley is a backup quarterback and he's a junior and Art Mosley has played – Played in the game. Meaningful games, yeah. right? Had, that's depth, right? Yeah. If Daniel Allen has taken every snap all four years he's been there and Art Mosley is a junior – and as the backup, that's not depth. Right. I don't care how many stars. That's just I have. a guy on a, on the bench. That's just right. bodies. Right. And so that's a number. So yeah. So he said it's just young. You can have fifty all Americans on the team, which is impossible. But Big Dave says you can have fifty all Americans <laughs> on the team, but you can't play but eleven at a time. I do agree with that. Yeah. You know, you can only play eleven at a time. That's true. We're not that far off of UGA. Talent-wise. Talent-wise. That's where he... Um, that's one of the more questionable fake news things in his in his post. Yeah, because uh, when you look at the talent from a ranking standpoint, even if you're going to go on that, or even just based on what they've done in their careers, um, they're nowhere close. Because you're looking at the average recruiting class being second or third, Versus like twentieth, twenty fifth, thirtieth. That's no, no. You're just can, you're you can, are far off. Can we can we read another excerpt? Yes, it gets it gets gooder. Okay. It gets gooder. Okay, give me All some right. more good. Walton eight oh three. Okay, from his mobile device, says I personally think our offense, speaking of of South Carolina, is a whole lot better than theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, not T H E I R S. T H E I R S, right? Right. Theirs. Theirs. That's grammatically correct. It's T H E R apostrophe S. 
Now, I know I graduated with a degree in economics and not grammar, but I cannot. It's there, there, and there. And he even added an apostrophe. He made it. Uh, <laughs> Possessive. Mm. Not there is, is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, South Carolina's offense is a whole lot better, better than, than Georgia's. The, yes. Okay, okay. So that's the. I'm sorry. I had to interpret that for people yeah. who read normal English. Right. right? I'm, I'm the king of petty, by the way. Uh, the potential is there. I need to spell that right, T-H-E-R-E. The potential is there. We just have to execute all that talent. You have to execute the talent? So why would you want to kill your talent? I'm trying to figure out why would you want to... Execute all that talent. That's... There... A whole... I could see... I think South Carolina's offense will be good this year. And and they've got some good weapons at wide receiver and a quarterback that if he's playing well, it can do a lot of good. And then they... At running back, I don't know... um, they have Rico Dowdle, and then I don't really know who else is there. I mean, Rico's, I guess, typical SEC back. So even if you want to be hyper-complimentary of South Carolina, I would say South Carolina is not that far off from Georgia's offense. Because they scored 17 points or less in half their games last year. South Carolina did. So, but a whole lot better than Georgia's offense. That's a big statement. Which was right? putting up. 38 a game last right. year. That's so. Can we can we go on? I got one more. Yeah. All right. This is this is this is the best one. The, the, the king of and if you're if you got kids in the car or, or kids listening, and we there's a couple of questionable words I'm going to use here. That, a little so, bit of adult language. Yes. So for heaven's sake, people, poke out your chest, grow a pair, and get out of your own way. Some of you are anything but cocky. How about show some confidence in your school and our athletic programs? I guess if you're talking about the baseball team and yeah. Ray Tanner's national title a few years ago, that would Frank be, Martin's final four, right? Yeah, that that's pretty good. Talk us up, not down. Okay, I, I can understand talking your team up to an extent. Yeah, uh, I swear I'm going to start replying to this crap with pictures of tampons and butt paste. Okay, all right, it's cool, uh, interesting. Yeah. We are big time. Clemson, we are big time. We, as in yes, South Carolina's big That's, time. They are. They're a Division One school in a in a Power Five conference. Yes, that qualifies. Right. Clemson is a crap hole. Okay. And I'm I'm reading this verbatim here. Bama is good. No one else is better than us. No one. No one else is better than them. No one else is better. That's a prophetical. Statement. I, I envision Stuart Smalley looking in the mirror saying, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. You know, those like <laughs> words of affirmation. First off, they say Clemson is a crap hole. You've been to Clemson, right? It's You've beautiful. been to their campus? It's exactly. Their Clemson golf is amazing. The Walker course? You've been to beautiful. Columbia? Compare Columbia to Clemson. And then anyone saying from Columbia saying Clemson is a crap hole. That's just that's. Come on, man. I just don't. I just don't. Get come it. on, that you're getting goofy there. But when you go, Bama is good. No one else is better than us. I can think of a lot. There's an entire top twenty-five that doesn't include you of teams that are better than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's just just right off the bat. I I, I think that that uh, Lane Kiffin would give the Gamecocks run for their money. Of course, if man, Lane just, won, just if Lane won. Then they would say he cheated. They, you know, it's like that. that well, they do is, already say that 
Clemson and Georgia are paying everyone. That sound you just heard was Daniel banging his head against the microphone. Yeah, I was trying to hit it. It's just it's asinine. Asinine is the only word I can think of. It's so ridiculous. But every fan base, you go to any message board, and every fan base is going to have some kookiness. But some has more than others. Right, and South Carolina just a little bit. Yeah, they've got even more than Tennessee. Right, right? Tennessee's not at that level. Um, I don't think Georgia Tech has a message board. Um, uh, yes, they do. It's probably called T H W G, and they they probably uh, the only thing that shows up on that is we run this state. That's every what five or so years they get to. I think they got a lot more Comic Con boards than they got football boards. Speaking of Comic Con, did you did you send me that thing on Georgia Tech? How they entered the uh, yeah their uh, yeah they entered camp, camp uh, their, dressed their camp in, dressed. Like they were going to Dragon Con? In their favorite costume? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they walked in as Spider-Man, Hulk, and Thor. That was the most tech thing in the world. Yeah, it is. That was the most tech thing. And you know what's mm-hmm. what's more tech is that the tech fans were really geeked about that. Oh, for sure. They loved that's, it. That's what they do, man. Yes. That is what and they I do. love, hey, I love uh, the Avengers, the Marvel movies, all that stuff. And nothing against that. But when your football team shows up dressed as... A ninja turtle. Uh, you're just, just, you kind of wonder where their focus is. <laughs> I mean, this is maybe that's why you. Uh, I mean, does it get any better? Won than, five games last year. Yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, the one come on, saying. dude. Uh, can I can I also while we're ranting about fan bases, uh, the yeah. most ridiculous stat I think Georgia Tech ran this stat for the longest time, but I, I found this on Twitter, Virginia Tech football. Longest bowl streak in the U.S. Twenty-five days till kickoff. This was twenty-five, obviously twenty-five days till kickoff. Uh, showing Virginia Tech with their longest bowl streak in America at twenty-five games, meaning they qualify for twenty-five consecutive bowl games. Uh, do you know who is right behind? Yeah. Them? What is who? it? Do you know who's right behind them? Believe it or not, who? Georgia. Cool. With twenty-one. But what does that get you? I'm never gonna retweet that. I don't care about. <laughs> what do bowls mean? It's nothing. It's extra money for the school. That means nothing. That means you've won six games for twenty-five years. Right. That's great. That's marginal, right? That that. When was the last major bowl game you won? Can, I, I don't know. Can we talk about one more fan base? Yeah. Because they do. These, these guys are getting a little more salty. They at some point they will rival South Carolina. Who? Alabama. Oh, uh, hey. Okay, I said delusional. There's delusional, and then there's God complex Bama. All right, so they're crazy. They're this, but the, but they've always been like that. This is this is something that says, what's Bama uh, fans saying? Said this is true, and they're not hitting their wants for. for oh, this is talking about Georgia's recruiting class because ours is ranked number one right now, ahead of them, and this is them explaining why the their class is better than ours, even though ours is ranked ahead of theirs. So says this is true and they're not hitting their wants for their needs or for their needs i don't know for their needs whatever trayvon is a better is about the only one emory jr question mark big deal he wasn't a need for them i'll take alfano Egbogbi, excuse me dale and young for our needs than any of those players that they don't need for their class it's almost like landing two five-star running backs every class is worthless their only five-star player that they have potential to land is dean and that's it they aren't likely getting him so what they're saying is that because we have all these five stars but they're 
like Emory, the one they mentioned, is a five-star running back. And they're saying, well, they already have five-star running backs, so they don't really need him. So they're wanting to weight your class ranking based upon the needs of your position. So if I have, we have three five-star receivers, we don't need three five-star receivers. So they're not really, it's not really a better class than them who has a five-star at a certain position of need. Does that make any sense to you? No. No, because it doesn't make any sense to you. <laughs> it's Alabama fans explaining why they're not number one at something. Oh, my. It's just the excuse, you know? It's just, it's just, it's just the way they, people spin things and twist it to be like, well, yeah, Georgia did have the number one class. But. But. They they, just, those are just want, Those are luxuries for them. Those are their wants. We're hitting our needs. Well, okay. That, well, maybe because we're at the point where, and they are too, where you don't. Your needs are. You can take luxury picks. Right. You know, you can stock up on five stars everywhere. It's just give me a break. It's crazy, man. The give world me a of. Break. It's just fun. It's always just entertaining to me to, to read, to browse different boards and see the the crazy. And I'm just used to the George. I'm sure somebody that doesn't go on there and can find somebody that like if i i know who's there i know who you take seriously and who you don't so if somebody comes along and reads something but from somebody about yeah we're going 15 and 0 this year every if they say that every year they'll be like oh there's a delusional georgia fan which there are right but it's just fun to read the various perspectives and see how how people kind of that that insulated view and and just the skewed perspective of things of how you know, that person's overrated, uh, who we have is better, or their team. Like, diminishing your rivals doesn't build you up. Right. Like, downplaying how talented that team is doesn't help you in any way. Not at all. Just tell things how they are. Like, Bama's the most loaded team in the com- in the country. That is fact. Right. Right? Auburn's defensive line is better than George's. That's a fact. fact. Right? I'm not mad. It's just... It is what it is. Right. I'm not going to say, well, no, because blah, 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 blah. They, um, Clemson didn't need all those players on their defensive line, so it's not really that much They're of not, a not strength. I mean, yeah. why, why, would you want, why would you want four of the best defensive linemen in the country? Right. Ever. Why you don't you, need that. Right. You just need one, right? You need one great player at each position and spread it out, and then there you go. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, dude, we've managed. I don't think any of our listeners fall into that category, though, right? Because they're all realistic and grounded. And most of them, yeah. Uh, even the tech ones, probably. Yeah, reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. Yeah, reasonable. I didn't hear any craziness last year. I don't think. So I mean, there were a couple things that were off, but most people are going to have some misses on their hey, on their swings. We're all a little, you know. Yeah. Because that's what we we would expect fans to cheer for their team, not yeah. ne- not ne- not necessarily their conference, but their their team, right? Mm-hmm. And pride, whether you're a Tech fan or a a, a, a Bulldog or a, you know or, or Jonathan Bozeman, we we expect mm-hmm. you know those kind of you know, hey, we're we're the best. We want to be the best. Yeah, but only one can be the best. Only There's one. only one champion. And right now it's Central Florida, so, so we'll see yeah. what happens this year. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Isn't it funny that they they shot down Central Florida for Bama was taking shots at Central Florida for claiming national titles, and yes. Bama claimed like 
18 or 19. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The That's king, funny. The king of make-believe. Yeah. It's like the Quaker Oats post-serial national title. You know. I think I'll give myself another national title today. Uh, what is that? <laughs> 17, 18, 19? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> Anyhow. Dude, I, I, uh, I guess it's time for us to call it a night, man. Probably is. Well, you have been listening. We'll start getting into the real stuff next yeah, week. Yeah, next week uh, we're going to try to have hope. Our our hope is when we're not we're going to tease this. I haven't set this up yet, but our hope is to get another uh, guest guest on uh, next week and uh, talk a little little bit of college football. Give our predictions next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'll be a little more prepared for predictions next week, and we'll go. Uh, you know, strictly college. We're not going to talk about NFL. No, it's just not what we do. Nope. So we're going to do what we do and. If you want to talk about the Falcons and their overrated quarterback Matt Ryan, you know, that's save that for Atlanta Sports Talk Radio. How about that? Oh, your favorite. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's an entire show we could do oh on the gosh. on the wasted opportunities of these radio stations. So there you have it. We're gonna wrap up week number. Gosh, how many? I think we've been doing this for about. 32 weeks it's got to be yeah we're over a year so we're we're making we've survived a year and yeah maybe we'll do a segment what we learned a segment 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 what we sean connery's segment (laughs) today's segment the acc all right (laughs) you have been listening to the role players i am arthur mosley he is allowed we are gone we are gone yes (laughs) our opinions don't matter you should listen to us anyways Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week. Before I forget, you can find us on Twitter at the Role Players Number One. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and I think that's about all you can find us right now. In the streets, in the streets of Cherokee County, the cold, mean streets of cold, Cherokee mean County. cul-de-sacs of Cherokee County. <laughs> so it's <sighs> it's tough in these streets in Cherokee. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they don't all have streetlights either. No, they don't. Very, it's very tough at the Walmart on uh, Highway 20 late at night in Cherokee. Yeah, math. Oh my gosh! All right, let's go. You guys have a great week. <laughs>